Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. Ben Wilcock there with two tracks from the brand new release, The River Tethys, that's spelled T-E-T-H-Y-S, and that's out now on Thick Records, recorded and mastered at Sandbox Studios in Wellington, and the musicians you would have heard there, aside from Ben himself on piano, were Tristan Carter on violin, uh, on the first track, John Ray on drums, and Daniel Yebsley on double bass. I talked to Ben earlier in the week about this album, uh, about various things, about uh, his creative process and his plans for the future. I'm going to play that interview now. I'm joined today by Ben Wilcock, an esteemed New Zealand jazz pianist who has just released an album entitled The River Tethys, which is out on Thick Records and Meow Jazz, and it came out on Friday. So, Ben, thanks for joining me today in the kind of virtual studio here via Zoom. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you, Alex. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> Just getting used to the idea of using uh, Zoom as a studio, which is a little disconcerting because I haven't had to do this before. But uh, <laughs> So um, the album is described as a sci-fi fantasy album. Uh, can you elaborate uh, a little bit on that concept? Yeah, it's uh, well, essentially the music was recorded as an improvised session. So we, we captured audio, we captured a, a live feel, we captured one-take recordings, predominantly improvised music with a few traditional tunes played amongst it. So, for mm. example, there's an Irish slip jig and there's a, yep. um, a couple of bebop things in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all done in the spur of the moment with, with a loose plan on how we were going to record the music. And then the sci-fi part comes into it as I've been involved in this, well, not involved, I've been reading this um, epic saga, the series called Hyperion by a sci-fi author called Dan Simmons. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, it's all about the River Tethys is a river that flows through different worlds, interconnecting sort of different times and spaces, which is obviously very sci-fi. And I thought that was quite a cool link to what we're doing musically as well because we're mm-hmm. playing some pretty old-fashioned stuff, but also some mm-hmm. really contemporary things as well. So there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a theme there. And then essentially I just named the songs, the pieces, after different characters or places in that saga. Right. So I haven't said about going, this is going to represent his material, the, the mm-hmm. author. It's more about um, we recorded the music and then attached the, made the connection afterwards. <laughs> cool. It's an, it's an interesting um, idea, all right. And when I was listening to the album just before, I've listened to it a couple of times now, I was actually thinking about that, the sometimes kind of extreme juxtapositions between different kind of musical material between, um, like you say, some, some very contemporary kind of improvisational techniques, harmonically and rhythmically, and then some very 
kind of like very straight renderings of certain tunes. Uh, what, what was it that drew you to certain standards and more traditional tunes on the album, like, for instance, the, the Irish um, slip jig, The Butterfly, or La Rosita, which uh, Coleman Hawkins famously played? Yeah, that's right. And that's the, the La Rosita one... <laughs> We played that with Roger Mannins at the Wellington Jazz Festival a couple of years right. ago. We did the Ben Webster tribute, and one of the recordings that he had sent through on the set list was the Coleman Hawkins Ben Webster version of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just stuck with me. I love the song. And I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. It would be cool to um, just mix up a bit and swap the saxophone out for the violin. As for the butterfly, that's a different story altogether. That, that's a, um, it's an Irish slip jig. And uh, was was taught to me in the wee small hours of the morning by our John our drummer John Ray, right. who's a great fiddle player and composer, mm. and being Scottish and all that. And yeah. He uh, he taught me this tune, and it stuck and it stayed in our set list for the next couple of years. And I've played it in a whole bunch of situations, but um, probably the best time we played that song was at Sandy Bells in Edinburgh at a folk session. Yeah, we right destroyed the uh i just about destroyed the session by uh, <laughs> making my way into the piano and sitting down but obs- obscuring the violinist's elbow so she couldn't <laughs> play and it stopped and she turned around with all this rage and the eyes and said oh you stuffed that up you know yeah would you know any songs I, said, well, I, I know the butterfly and it was like everyone knew the butterfly and it was cool you know it yeah 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 stuff. Well, it's fantastic. If, the, if a tune saved your life, then it probably deserves a place on an album at some point. So that's uh, a couple of the more um, traditional tunes, well, and the non-originals on the albums. So in terms of the original material, and the bulk of the album is, in fact, original material, what was it that drew you to select the two tunes you've selected to be released as singles, which are the tunes Aenea, which is a really nice reflective modal ballad, and then the Stinger, which is quite different? <laughs> yeah, and that's probably the point there, yeah, uh, Alex. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the first one, Aenea, that was, I just love the way it turned out. I loved mm. uh, Tristan Carter's violin playing. He's got a completely yep. different approach to the rest of the band. He's got a, a Middle Eastern and a Baltic background. I think he's explored those territories musically. So I, it was mostly his playing, really. Okay, um, okay. That swayed me to use that as the lead single. And then yep. the Stinger was the, the opposite. So that's yeah, fast yeah, tempo, yeah. bebop head. Yep, yep. that's right. And um, then it goes into this quite free instead of playing over the changes yeah any time we approach a standard on this album or mm. the, the non-originals instead of playing through the changes we'll just explore a more free you know freedom in the improvisation it almost reminded me at times of the kind of uh, approach of like the paul blay trio for example to standards or although perhaps a little bit less moody <laughs> yeah yeah sure yeah. sure yeah oh you know and, and some of those great piano players have done that for years you know yeah like, um, yeah or yeah even someone like Errol Garner who will play something really straight and then totally deconstruct it yeah you know? yeah yeah really like that um approach so the two other musicians on the album aside from Tristan Carter the drummer John Ray who's a real fixture of the Wellington scene he's the leader of the band The Troubles and uh, a number of other ensembles around Wellington and bassist Daniel Yebsley who's also um quite an in-demand player in Wellington you know uh you see him a lot 
at different venues playing. What are some of the things you particularly enjoy about playing with these guys as a rhythm section or just players in general as improvisers? Well, uh, we, we've been playing as a trio since about 2011. Right. And we went under the name Ben Wilcock and the Jelly Rolls. And right, right, right. It was more, um, you know, it was an old school approach. We'd play the music of Fats Waller, Errol yep. Garner, that yep. kind of stuff. But through all of and we put out albums that reflect more of that, that style. But throughout that time of playing together, we've played a lot of gigs. In fact, we used to have a weekly, run a weekly jam night in Wellington, I don't know, seven or eight, nine years ago, mm-hmm. where we would play free. Yeah. So we had this kind of juxtaposition of playing in standards and treating them with that in that sort of classic piano trio style. Yeah. And then also playing completely free. And I, those are two uh, avenues of music that I really like and have yeah. done my whole life. The way I see contemporary jazz is some people have gone down an ultra arranged route where mm-hmm. it's very much uh, arranged and, and I've, that's cool. It's one one avenue, and the other mm-hmm. way is to go completely improvised and explore more territory that way. So that's where I'm at, and mm-hmm. um, I think mm-hmm. where those two are as well. So the good thing about those guys is we've played so often together that we know mm. each other really, really well, mm-hmm. on and off the park. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's easy. You know, we, mm. we turn up and just play. We don't yep. even have to talk. We can just they get it. So, yeah, that's why they're on the album. Yeah, fantastic. And there's some great playing from both uh, John Ray and Daniel Yebsley on the album. The album actually opens with a really cool bass solo uh, from memory. And and, uh, I have to say the album uh, sounds great as well in terms of the mixing and mastering. It's uh, mixed and mastered by a guy called Benny Kruger, I believe, in Sandbox Studios. Do you want to say anything about the recording of the album? Definitely, yeah. So we recorded that at the end of... The last jazz festival, when it, when it came out, when we came out of lockdown last time, so hmm. they postponed the Wellington Jazz Festival until November, and so we did I think three or four days of, of gigs, and then on the Sunday night we went into the studio, into Sandbox Studio, uh, which is on the t- I think it's on the ninth floor of a building on the terrace, which hmm. is cool. So Benny has a beautiful piano in the studio, which uh, belongs to one of his other colleagues, Danny. And they set this thing up. John's isolated in the booth. Dan and I are mm. in the same room. And mm. for inspiration, we could walk out onto the rooftop overlooking the terrace at night and then come back in and play. So it was mm. a really cool experience. You know, it's a rooftop recording session. And um, a lot of respect for Benny's ear. And um, it was mastered by Lorenzo who, uh, Boone, who's another one of his colleagues there in that studio, that family of Sandbox. Right, awesome. Yeah, that's it's really great. And so if listeners want to find the album, uh, Thick Records has a website, uh, thickrecords.co.nz, and I believe there's a limited edition vinyl on sale through there. Yes, the vinyl is, uh, at the moment, it's pre-order. So it's that's still pre-order. You can pre-order it through Flying Out Records or Real Groovy or... Uh, thickrecords.co.nz and then it'll be out in public like uh, available to hold in your hands in October awesome awesome that's a great plug there so as you heard before thickrecords.co.nz and also a couple of other options there real groovy flying out records if you want to get your hands on a copy of that album on vinyl in the meantime uh, it is available on Spotify as well The River Tethys by Ben Wilcock which is um, spelled uh, T 
T-E-T-H-Y-S. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully I got that right. Yeah. So uh, just a couple more things then before we move on today. Have you got any plans for uh, touring uh, with this album once New Zealand opens back up a bit? Yeah, and you know, the funny thing is uh, the last album I released was a solo piano album called Goodnight TV, and I had a, a mm. tour planned for that, and then lockdown yep. happened. And then <laughs> the same thing happened, but uh, yeah. we will definitely be touring it, and I'd say it'll be in 2021 at this yep. stage, which is kind of the plan anyway. And um, so, yeah, I guess keep your eyes peeled for, for that in early 2021 or 2022, I should say. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, thanks very much, Ben, for joining me today in the virtual Zoom studio here and all going to plan. Um, Our listeners will be listening to this uh, on Sunday and hopefully uh, this sparks some interest in this album, which is a really strong recording and, uh, as we've touched on before, should appeal to um, quite a a wide array of listeners with its um, links to both contemporary sort of uh, quite improvisation-heavy contemporary approaches to jazz and also the more traditional material there. So thanks very much, Ben, for joining me uh, on Jazz Junction. FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.